are listening to We're Your Friends Podcast. Today, we didn't know what to talk about, so we're talking about three things. Congratulations. I didn't see you give it to me because I'm super smart. Hello. The smartest. Wait, how long are you recording? I didn't have I, my headphones. When I said it. recording. Oh, okay, good. All right. <laughs> We're well, take it easy. Because I didn't want to sound like that much of an asshole. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, because all the other episodes, you you sound like a perfectly, perfectly stellar, stellar human being, a yeah. stand-up guy. Just the thank you. Just the best. Thank you. Just the best. I know. Just like that. I do my best. Nice little yellowish, reddish. Oh, the hues. The, the sky is effect. beautiful. The, hues the, the sun, sun is about to set, so it's like a work it's of nice. art. It's so peaceful. I kind of like this. <laughs> if people could see what we're seeing right now, it would really. Uh, it rendered me useless. I was like laying down in my bed, just looking at the sky, and I was like, "Hey, sometimes oh, that's all you need to do." And uh, hopefully, yeah. right now you're relaxed, you're uh, comfortable, you're setting yourself in. Maybe you're, maybe you're in bed after a long day of work, or maybe you're pulling up your sleeves and getting ready to draw, work on some. Uh, Something on the computer, you know? Yeah, bitch. Maybe something on paper, maybe something with paint. Welcome, friends. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We are your friends' podcast. Uh, my name is Alvaro Cruz, joined as always with his brothers in art, Aaron, Matt Sketch Ong, and Yo. Toby Medeiros. Sup, sluts. How are we doing? Hello. And uh, Sketch. How are you guys? Sketch, you were painting a beautiful picture there with your words on the sky <laughs> that you're seeing. Not much. I mean, I wasn't really describing the clouds. I was just no, describing but it's, the it's, colors. It's, it's beautiful. The clouds are mm. really nicely spread out today. Yeah. I thought it, it was, what a weird day. Yeah. Because it was like snow was going oh, sideways. Wow. And then now it's like open skies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday where the day started with a bunch of snow. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh, this is going to be a blizzard. This is going to be a snow day. By the time I leave the house for work at around noon, it's clear. It's, it feels like spring. Welcome to Canada. Yeah. And I'm sweating inside my jacket, you know? And so. it was like raining <laughs> and yeah. like, and then like back to blizzard snow. And you're like, son of a bitch, man. <laughs> Make up your mind. Canada. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. I think it's definitely more a Southern Ontario thing, though. Yeah, right? that's true. That's uh, true. From what I hear. No, up north is just nothing but snow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just that's the thing, right? Pure. Oh, yeah. But snow. But there's a consistency. You know, mm-hmm. you wake up and you're like, okay, we're gonna face snow. We got snow. We face snow. I think no. it was just yeah. if it was just consistent snow all mm. through winter, I I would not live there. Yeah. Actually, no, that's why I don't live there. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I enough. can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. My my knees are taking a beating this year. Yeah. Like, mm. Holy cow, it's brutal. God damn. Yeah. God damn. Does anybody know where my phone is? No. Not a clue. I don't, but I hear it. I think I hear it. We are professionals. We like locked eyes. As uh, as you do know, we are like the the most professional. Is it that one we're over there, Toby? So what? Right next to you. Oh shit! It's right next to me. Wow. Thank you. We are. <laughs> we're. We're just. Wow. Wow. This is the reason why I do what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I am oh. not smart. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. No, 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 dude. It's all, it's all good. How many times has uh, the Maple Leafs interrupted our podcast with a heads up that... Only you know how many times because... Yeah. Qu- quite a few times, actually, because we start recording on Saturday nights when around 7, the game starts generally. And 
I know this is weird. Yeah. But I just want to bring it up really quickly. I know Toby has a anti <laughs> policy on this podcast. Just but... you? Apparently, <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> the wares okay. are coming. But the the game last night. Do you guys oh, want to yeah. guess how many goals were scored? I don't. We like literally care, just though. had a conversation about how when I say I don't give a fuck about <laughs> hockey, it's not hyperbole. Okay. You know what? It was amazing. <laughs> It was a game. The game ended uh, ten to seven. The Maple Leafs beat Detroit, but seventeen goals altogether. That's a record. Like that's wait. What's so great you... about this is that I'll forget about this after we've discussed this. And also, that made no sense to me. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you mean? <laughs> ten, ten to seven. Oh, you mean seventeen goals in total yep. between d- both teams? Yeah. Okay. There you go. See, there I don't. Go. That's how little I care about hockey. I know, is I, know. I don't care, but how their system works. It, it's pretty insane. <laughs> like I was watching it, and I couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh, I don't think that that's insane because I have no nothing to compare. Right? To. Yes, of course. But it's really yes. weird. He really like. He wants he's re- it. He's he wants trying it. really hard. He's he's. This is the most aggressive he's been about talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you o- know what? Only because like, <laughs> it's it's rare. It's it's really rare that this happens. That's all. Yeah. You know? So that's the only reason I'm, I bring it up. I'm tuning I'm out so because angry I'm not at hearing you. anything about I'm art. I'm sweating through my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Oh, wow. That's a... <laughs> and I don't got an undershirt, so let's move on. <laughs> my brain is starting to float away. Like I'm just like, I'm getting so much less in, like, oh my interest God. in this podcast. Oh, my God. This might be the last wow. episode because we're yeah, talking about hockey. Is... Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Where? sorry. Like, I'm, Are you though? I, Are you? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, hockey night with Alvaro. Formerly, we are your friends. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Now you know what? There's already enough <laughs> podcasts out there, and they're really good. So, you know, kudos to them. We'll uh, continue with art. God be praised. Yes. What we came here to do. Yes. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> First it was the phone, and now it's hockey. Uh, what are you gonna do on this one? I haven't decided yet. Give me time. Anxiety is oh, rising. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, well, I'm gonna have a panic attack in the middle of the episode. Wow. That's gonna be my contribution. <laughs> Doing what I do best. Wow. Uh, well, for those still here, thank you. <laughs> for those, for those still here, thank you for listening. All two of you. All that was two a, of you. Um, was a great laughing fit. Today we have a. We're doing a three for three because I think it's the first one of twenty. 20, uh, I two? think so. Yeah, yeah, it, it might is. Be. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, it's uh, we've done this a few times uh, in the past where uh, we we just take small topics that we feel like there's not enough uh, content there to bring a whole hour, mm-hmm. but enough, you know, for like snack bites. So think of it like three mini podcasts in one. Duh. Yeah. So we yes we got uh, three topics. Talking. We're each bringing one to the table, and mine is not topics. that sport. That cursed sport. Good. Um, <laughs> I'll literally kick you out if you no. say anything more about <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Talking about three topics, we don't have a lot of time. Yes. Let's get into it. Okay. Who wants to go first? Not me. <sighs> what? Probably not. Why not? It's Alvaro. Because I need to go say. after Alvaro because oh, okay. my my topic flows nicely from his, uh, so I can't go first. Okay, well, nah. <laughs> sketchy. Okay, nah. I was thinking about the topics, but mm. like most of my most of the stuff, uh, everything that I've been kind of trying to do in terms of like research and like 
or like or like trying to get going mm-hmm. with my projects because I was doing a lot of like freelance work and I was like uh, my brain is just mush mm-hmm. so I needed to be inspired and I was like trying to watch a couple of artists it's cool but I wasn't really getting into it and it was because I was focusing too much on 3D animation mm-hmm. my whole game mm-hmm. plan was to do my whole game plan was to do like 3D environments some character based stuff and then use that for the comic to like create environments and everything but it became like a production right mm-hmm. of like <laughs> basically making a 3D environment it was like a whole I was like an anime series and then and then I started thinking about like drawing and I saw this YouTuber I I said I was, her name is Olivia mm-hmm. her, Olivia and Pindot it's like this press that she has like a studio we'll, we'll add links in the show notes yeah and yeah. I, I, at first I was like oh it's a cool artist and she does like Rizzo printing which is like this machine that like can only be limited to like two different like types of inks and so she's been doing all this like work for like indie book artists like indie comic artists and a lot of zines and stuff and i think i realized like how much tradition traditional art means to me oh what do you and and why is that i don't know because like when i started thinking about like drawing and like and like being inspired again it was the the act, it's not just like the act of like drawing but it's it's the materials that i use mm-hmm. and when i watch her like i think also like the the binding books like making books mm-hmm. cuz yeah. when i was like when i was like doing it i was like you know i enjoyed binding sketchbooks and stuff like that or even like old ashcan books and stuff yeah i, but, I still have mine that <clears throat> you made but for like us. <laughs> what was funny was like when i saw her do it i was like i miss that so much Mm-hmm. And I, de- I I feel like I didn't really think about how important that was to me, you know, like traditional stuff. Because I was doing everything digital, mm-hmm. which was kind of crazy. So then I was like, oh, this is why I'm not happy. It's because I'm, I'm not actually drawing on paper. And so I really need that. Like I'm the, I'm the kind that really needs to have it on paper. And part of my issue before was drawing on if if i was to establish shots on paper it's almost like a reproduction or like what i remember not regular shots look like foreground middle ground background character moves from left to right blah blah, blah. like there's like a lot of i already kind of created ideas mm-hmm. but when you have it because i can't visualize anything mm-hmm. so i need visual examples in front of me so helping me have a, a model was kind of useful for me, right? So I was like having a hard time trying to figure out like what I'm trying to arrange with these like books and stuff. But when I do it on paper, when I'm drawing, it's like, it it, it feels good, but the the creativity of like, like the, the, con- the concepts and stuff like that, I need it to be somewhere else. Mm. So I'm trying to mash both of them and watching this girl like make stuff like, I, I, I have, like, this reaction if I'm getting, like, really, really inspired and I'm really, like, excited. I, like, I feel like my head's going to explode. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, my, I feel, like, so much, ang- not anxiety, but, like, so much um, fullness. It's like a rush of energy. and Yeah, and I don't know where it goes. Like, I'm literally rubbing my head because I feel like it's about oh. to, like like explode and I it's the a, same thing yeah it's oh really yeah, I, I it's so weird hearing someone else vocalize <laughs> that because i literally had that like a few days ago so i, I, I know what you mean so it's funny because <laughs> I, I i was like man i look like i i feel like 
people can see this and they would think that I'm angry. Yeah. But I'm really just like so like hyped. Oh Maybe. man, what do I? What do I? Like, how do I? Oh man, and I'm just like I can't even verbalize it. I'm just like. Okay, just maybe like draw something. Maybe it'll get it off like off my head or something. Like it'll get going, and then maybe we can formalize what's what's going on. I'm just so excited. I'm so like it's, it's so almost like a on. like a strong um, like almost like urgent desire to create. In a yeah, way, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's cool though. Yeah, so you know that's what I love about like watching certain videos. It's interestingly enough to me was like she actually is in Toronto and she did. Tcaf and mm. and Canzine and stuff like that, and I was like, oh my god, I would love to see if I can get a like a book made, like one of my books. Maybe you can get it made through hers because I want to yeah. know how Rizzo printing, like the quality of the the printing works because it looks really really cool. And I learned a lot about like uh, how to bind books and like how to you know mm. with that kind of format. Because what she does is like she makes everything like she does the printing. Mm-hmm. And then she'll do the the basically everything up until the point of binding, and then she sends it to someone else, uh, which is like a, a bigger scale printing place that does perfect bound, and then she ships. They send it back, and it's like, yeah, it's like her ink, but like it's the perfect bound is like someone else. It looks amazing. Like the quality looks ridiculous, and the colors are like holy crap. Uh, whereabouts in like Kensington or? I have no idea where she doesn't really say where she is. Oh, okay. Mm, but yeah. you just have to contact her, and then she gets oh, it done. Oh, okay. I think okay. it's like in a building or some kind of apartment or something. Oh, I don't wow. know. It's kind of wild. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like the coolest thing ever. But the craziest thing yeah. is, she was in Sheridan Illustration. And gaming animation in Seneca, in Seneca, which as a, that's literally, yeah, yeah that's, that's I, I was like, whoa, okay, cool. So that's your thing. That's yeah, your so thing. she's yeah, she's legit, and she did some three D stuff, which was pretty dope. But um, yeah. Anyway, so I was like, wow, this this artist is like really cool, and I want to kind of know more because I feel like the the craft of it, I'm so inspired by it. I need more of it. Mm. I don't know what capacity I'm I'm looking for, but I just need to make more books. And I think that was the thing uh, that I got out of that was make more books. Mm -hmm. If I have to make another comic strip or something like that, I just need to make more stuff. So no more freelance. And I got to find, I got to meet this person, Olivia. She's seems really, really good at what she does. You want to make these things for you because you need that. You need to get that out. Yeah. 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 It was fascinating, too, because like this person did like all this art stuff, but she ended up doing printing. Yeah. But she didn't really lose what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. She still is doing the art and she could still use a lot of that stuff that she learned, like gaming and stuff like 3D. But it's just kind of interesting how like, I I mean, I feel like I've kind of done that sort of. I'm not in gaming, but I'm in, you know, an agency in a sense. And I'm still doing 3D. But I actually get to do everything. I get to draw. I get to. Well, do concepts I think and stuff. one thing to take away from this is just like uh, lessons that we learn, whether it be like, say, uh, kitchen work or even like a woodwork, which mm-hmm. you have background in woodwork mm-hmm. as well. You know, every kind of lesson that we learn, we can apply it to life, to our art on some kind of level, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the thing, right? It's like in art, in order for you to progress as an artist, you need to gain life experience, mm. just experience life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you eventually get your style and and everything else is just experience life. And if you have an opinion about something or something to say, put it through your art. Mm -hmm. Style through life. Yeah. That's a concept actually. How it is. 
you know so anyway that was huh. one channel got me through so much so much stuff in oh. one day yeah. and i was like wow this person is so fascinating but yeah i know it was really cool um mm-hmm. yeah that was my thing hey you know one of these days maybe, <laughs> maybe you should hear this podcast so i don't know yeah uh, we'll like, see i don't know no like I, I i hear what you're saying though like um, there was an artist I found near the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I mentioned to her to YouTube before, but I don't know if I mentioned her on here before. Uh, her name's Minnie Small. Um, Wait, Minnie yeah. Small, like Biggie Smalls? Minnie Small. Minnie yeah, Small. that's cool. Is yeah. she from Is she from New York? No, she's from England. Oh, boo. Um, <laughs> but when I was thinking about going uh, freelance full time, a lot of her videos helped me mm-hmm. um, because she used to work at like a grocery store. And then uh, through YouTube, she was able to finally go full-time with her art. Oh, nice. Um, and she, and just kind of seeing how she approaches it and watching how she tackles her art yeah, really got me more in tune with where I wanted to go with my own art and like yeah. the kind of business I wanted to run and the kind of freelancer I wanted to be. Yeah. So, yeah, like you, t- it, like it's funny, like not specifically YouTube, but like artists online can be such a great source of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to think of it as all of us in one community, right? Yeah. We are. Yeah. yeah. Which We're is, all together in which, this. Which is pretty cool though, right? And even this little podcast here, as silly yeah. as it may be sometimes, you know, it still offers that kind of space for us to grow, to, commu- to uh, you know, communicate with each other, to mm-hmm. put others out there as well. Because we do want to celebrate other artists and get eyeballs on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the eyeballs. Yeah. You know, so to spread a good message, you know, to keep people uh, creating. Yeah. Ultimately. Who's next? We're doing Alvaro's good. next. Yes. Am I? <laughs> 100%. I am. Okay. Well. Okay. I think you're going to have the longest segment because yeah. you, you have a big question with yours. I guess. I always have big questions, don't you I? You do. I guess. Well, um, so for... Those who don't know, I, I guess like uh, I work at a bookstore. <gasps> bookstore. Gasp. Yes. What a nerd. Um, <laughs> not wrong. Nerd. <laughs> not wrong. But uh, one thing I found was this little thing here. It's called a me journal. He's holding up a book, by the way. So. It's a thick ass, tiny little book. Yeah. Uh, she she tiny but tick, yo. Yes. And she's got gold edges. Colonel, I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. Yeah, it's a, it's a really lovely book, and uh, I found it the other one of the days I was working, and I was like, uh, "What is this?" So I was kind of, you know, checking it out, and it's a it's a whole book of questions about you, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, one thing I'm trying to figure out is who the hell am I? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I wake you're up, the, you're the storm, yeah? yeah, but like, there's so many, you're the like, storm of Chile, voices in my head, like I sometimes wake up as one person. You know, and then go to bed as somebody else. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't know. All I, that matters is you. Yeah. And, and I've been the one right know, here in front of me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been trying to figure out more so like who am I? And I, maybe mm-hmm. the pandemic screwed me up somewhere. Who don't, don't you want to be? That's yeah. I definitely don't. I just, just do know. Yeah. Take actions every day to be the opposite of that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Yeah. You can just process of elimination. That's always a thing. Yeah. That's I'm certainly not this true. Guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not a bank robber. I'm not an asshole. I'm yeah. Not a piece of shit. I might be a great person. Strive to not be me, basically. Wow. Thus, storm. <laughs> Jeez. But carry on. But yeah, so it, it, it's really it's really interesting because uh, 
through this, they ask you a whole bunch of questions of stuff that you don't think about. Like, yeah. I don't know, uh, songs you'd, you'd use for your life soundtrack, you know? Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. And the thong song by Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering that thing. <laughs> I'm not following that answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm here. See that He goes really hard on that song, you know, because it's a hard song. Well, like there's no reason to go that hard. I mean, he's running across the beach. Mm Yo, what the hell? Mm -hmm. That song, but yeah, no, like uh, or even stuff like um, music, uh, music favorite, uh, things you'd never do, people you'd like to know better. You know, Um, can you guess who number four is, Toby? It's technically our dad. Our adopted Nicholas Cage. Cage. That's our dad. Why isn't he number one? Uh, that was actually my biological dad. (laughs) Yeah, he could be number two. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But like, I don't know him. So, and and that was something I found out. Right, like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know who my dad is. You know, and whoa, look at the sky. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, speaking of storm. Um, oh, did it just like whoa change up on us? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent did. There's like snow swirling all over the place, and not... it's also like a weird yellowish green color. God damn it! Yeah, that, yeah. that's crazy. Canada. But uh, as uh, we get to the topic, there that was the setup for my topic. The one question here, and I thought it would be fun to go through them, and also give you guys a chance to uh, go through yours as well. Um, works of art you like? Top five. And I was like, you know, this came up. And I'm like, I like art. Do okay, you? but what art do you like? Like, what's mm-hmm. what's what are the pieces that stay with you? Uh, and I mean, one of the funnest experience sketches, and we haven't been able to do this, is going to the ROM or the AGO with mm-hmm. sketch. Yes. Like fucking hearing his his mind <laughs> uh, break down these pieces, these things I'm looking at, mm-hmm. has really helped me, like how I look at art. We should have a Where Your Aww. Friends Museum. There. We should. We really should. And <laughs> That'd I've, be kind of fun. I've always, yeah. I've always liked that, though. Like, really. Because, like, you can look at pieces and, you know, my mind is going somewhere else. And I'm, maybe I'm not looking at the piece. Or I think, I think well, it's one Well, there's never thing. really, like, a yeah. wrong way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, <clears throat> but, like, it's just fun to know all these little details in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I also, like, the we have a unique... Uh, we have a unique ability in that we know how art is applied. Mm-hmm. So then when you carry that over, you have this like unique experience of be able to appreciate it differently. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, Oh, he put this on and then this, and you're like, how the hell? Like a lot of that stuff is like really cool. Or when you see a brush stroke and you're like, yeah, holy shit. Actually what, one of the, uh, you, you were actually the one of the main guys who really got me into the group of seven. Because mm. I remember seeing their pieces everywhere and being like, "Okay, nice space, mm-hmm. nice, nice scenery." Okay, I, I don't know. I love. But then, like y- yeah. the way you explained it more, I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Now I'm looking at it, yeah, more intently. As like saturated it is for our our like childhood, like growing up in school and everybody telling you about the group of seven. It was like the only thing that Canada was like proud to talk about as <laughs> it was just like the group of sevens have you heard about the group of sevens like i i fucking did man yes <laughs> i get it 
Well, your assignment is you got to paint one of their pieces. Ah, jeez. Okay. You want me to do what they did? What am I going to learn from that? Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I remember always having, like, it was like shoved down my throat, like, God so damn. much. And I'm just like, and then after a little while, it was kind of like, I was able to, like, appreciate. Actually, I watched another artist, like, generate art, mm. like, landscape stuff. And it was, a, it reminded me a little bit of Group of Seven. And I was like, huh, I like her work. And it made me think about what they did. And they did it in fields. So it it kind of gave me a bit of an idea on like how, how not just like how impressive it is, because it is impressive. Yeah, yeah. But also like what they're trying to show you, mm-hmm. which is what they how choose, beautiful what Canada they, is. Yeah, and what they choose to show you, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And, and that's done. impressionism, right? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff to me was like very, very inspiring and stuff. And I, I always thought... No matter what, there's some level of the artwork that'll inspire you. Like something about it. If you look through AGO enough, and I have, mm. like a lot, like you'll find something interesting in every art there. Man. You know, because somebody put a lot of care and thought into everything in that, right? Yeah. No, but honestly, we are due for an AGO trip. And I, I hope would love this, to. I hope this definitely yes. inspires the, some of our listeners. As I, well. I, I literally like. I have a, a not a mem- yeah kind of like an annual membership or whatever nice. thing and I have not gone. Shit. I'm like a waste of money. No, we got to go. <laughs> well, you're still helping supporting art, so it's not a waste. Yeah, I guess. Come on now. <laughs> so, for my top 5 pieces, uh number 1, I picked uh there's actually number 1 and 2 are both Andy Warhol. Nice. Uh, because I just love his work. I don't know. What do you love about his work? Warhol was like okay, as an artist, he was like Fuck this. I'm going to get famous and I'm going to make money. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that mm-hmm. because he's the anti-starving artist. Right. Like, bottom line. The fact is, he was like, he knew his worth. He knew the value of his work. And mm-hmm. he was going to, and you know, he was basically going to make as much money as he could. And while he did starve at some point, but yeah. right. But like, <laughs> but the, but, but my point is like, he before, never, before everything, he never yes. allowed himself to be like, oh, uh, I'm just an artist. No, he was there. He was, yeah. he was loud, even yeah. as a quiet guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's something so inspiring about that. For me, I, I just see that. I'm like, that should be our goal. Well, artists, that's, the, right? that's the interesting thing about artists, right? I feel like there's like two different artists. You have like the loudest one. Yeah. And then the quietest one. Mm. But they're all the same. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. funny how that works. But a lot of the ones that are most famous, they're the loudest ones. Picasso. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Like... Talk about shameless. So, uh, in number one, I have from 1973, uh, his Mao Prince. Oh yeah, I thought okay. that that was a really interesting piece, especially given mm-hmm. at the time of when it was released. Yeah, um, and also to give Mao the celebrity treatment in North America, hmm. like you know, this was something where he was doing because uh, everyone loves uh, Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I was like, nah, I think Mao has saying something there. The oddity and the weird choices of the colors he picks, yeah, uh, I think are just fucking awesome. What about the Cleopatra, Cleopatra one? Oh man, that one's, that one's like heavy mm-hmm. because you just see the face deteriorate and every as the yeah. frame kept going. So for number two, I uh, picked his other piece, uh, Rod Gibert. Okay. Um, did you know who that is? No. Do you want to take a gander? Rod Giver. Rod Gibert. No. <laughs> Rod Gifford. No, no. It's uh, he <laughs> was a... You know what I'm saying? 
you suck. <laughs> he was a hockey player on the New York Rangers. And of he actually, course. He actually does. They did a piece of him, which I thought was like, that was really cool. Yeah. You know? Nice. And that's a piece of history. It's an artwork. It's why Why do you like it? Um, Just for my own like love of hockey and seeing the intersection of both the things I love, art, and of mm-hmm. course, this silly little well, game. But mainly just because you like hockey and it was art. And so you're like, yay. But no, it, it's cool. It's cool to see that there's the ability to intersect Next. both. Uh, What's third? Two Fridas. Two Fridas by Frida Kahlo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's iconic. It's yeah. fucking awesome. For I think, sure. I think that Frida's one. Can, like, um, just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, yeah. Uh, that one speaks to me because I think there's, there's a uh, schism in every single human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like There are two sides of us all. You know, yeah. the, the, the side that we show the side that we don't show, you know, and seeing her sitting down with both of them, I was like, that's fucking cool. That one's amazing. Cause it's like a before and after. Yeah. Uh, of like her husband, Diego, which was yeah. like, like before it, how do I say it? It's like before she was happy and then after it, like kind of, kind of thing. And you're mm-hmm. like, Wow, what a way to tell your husband! <laughs> like, I'm not happy. Yeah, they she had did a rock- not hold back. <laughs> they had a rocky relationship, though. Yeah, like, that yeah. woman like did not hold her punches. Yeah, yeah, but she's put. I respect it. She's powerful. Wild. She's amazing, and just one of the best. Oh yeah, that was an amazing piece. Um, mm-hmm. for number four, I picked uh, I think it's Cronus. Cronus devouring his son by Goya. Oh yeah, Goya. Oh, um, I got a Goya on because my list that too. that kind of appeals to the more horror monster uh, love of yeah. me. Because, mm-hmm. like, if something captured horror, mm-hmm. it was that. Like, yeah. those right. eyes in Kronos are, like, fucking yeah. insane, you know? And he's got, like, blood dripping out of his mouth. And the way it looks, it is a terrifying piece of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, bar none. And throughout history. Yeah. You know, there, there's so many, uh, you know, I guess we call them creepy artists. Artists mm-hmm. who, like, specialize in, like, monsters and stuff like that. Yeah. That one still stands the test of time. That came out in 1820. No, mm-hmm. 1823, roughly yeah. around that time. What a piece. Yeah. You know, that's a yeah. piece that really like, bam. Yeah. Uh, and in number five, I picked uh, In This Case uh, from Basque. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, choice for you. Yeah. I, I really loved his pieces. Mm-hmm. Something about his work is just how natural it is in yeah. terms of like, there's so much energy going on in the pieces, so many things. And you kind of like, how does he do that how does he construct these pieces put all these like little things you know then a graffiti scribble here and all this stuff and the pieces just come together you Mm -hmm. know they just they work you know yeah and um like it's hard he has such a style that it's like pretty much impossible to imitate because it came so natural to him Mm -hmm. you know and i was like i remember seeing his, his uh exhibit when it came here in toronto I was like, holy fuck, this guy's good. Yeah. This guy's incredible. So um, definitely wanted to put him on the list because his uh, his exhibit definitely left a mark on me for sure. Mm-hmm. I did want to give the opportunity for you guys to kind of muse over some of your little old us again i think sketch should go first so i can transition from my list into my my topic (laughs) okay well there there's 
uh, I think over the years I've been like really, uh, really interested in like uh, Bekshinsky. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there's a piece that he, that unfortunately, a lot of the names of his pieces are called Untitled. <laughs> yeah. Because he gives zero fucks about what they're called. I love him. <laughs> He's <laughs> such an ass. So the piece that I liked that he did was called Untitled. And, <laughs> and but, but it's, um, it's, it's basically Notre Dame. Ooh. But it's made in flesh. Oh yeah! What? It just looks insane. I know the one what? you're talking about. It's so fucked. It's iconic. Like it's one like one that he's known for. It's yes. like because he was like he was kind of obsessed with like yeah that particular building. Oh my and god! He just made several versions of it. He had a lot of like really interesting ones too. Like I'm I'm omitting other one. I'm kind of mm. you know forgetting about the other ones. But like there's a lot that he did that were just kind of mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember something from, um, from what's his name? Oh man. I, I, I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot in my head, but, um, mm. Alvaro surprised us with this before we started recording. <laughs> That's uh, okay. So we Admit- have had 20 minutes to prep. Before Admittedly, time. I thought it would be fun and more organic as a surprise. Clearly, next time I will give you guys a heads up. Clearly, I'm sorry, there okay. won't be a next time because I'm gonna kill your ass. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna kill your ass. Jesus, but like a sketch. Do you have a, like a favorite um, Warhol piece that comes to mind? Warhol. Mm. Warhol's okay. I like his work, but I really can't get past. I really can't get past how he used people. Mm. So yeah. I really just like kind of hate a lot of his. He was a bit of an ass. <clears throat> like I love the the Cleopatra one because mm-hmm. of just what he's trying to depict there. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's interesting. I really like Ralph Steadman. Oh, um, he's so good. <laughs> but a lot of so there's one that he did that was the Pope that made me laugh, Ooh. and I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember what it looks like. I think I know the one you're talking about too. Adam just got a Ralph Steadman art book Get for Christmas. Get the hell out of here! Oh my no god! Way. Yeah, Adam's that's, awesome. that's like one of Adam's favorite artists is Ralph Steadman. Oh, yeah, wow. there's one where yeah. there's like literally like a cross hits him in the back. Yup. Yup. Wow. That's the one. Like, Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, there's that documentary about him. He is. Yeah, I I, I watched that like a million times. It's so good. He's it's amazing. So good. And like Johnny Depp is interviewing him. Yeah. Amazing. 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 It's so well done. He did like really awesome demos and it was just like amazing. Yeah, with like the blowing the paint on yeah. the tail. I have so that good. thing because I saw him do that. I was like, what is that yes. called? Um, <laughs> nice. So I really like that. Um, uh, th- there was, so that's Ralph Steadman. I like um, off the top of my head, I, I'm having a hard time remembering the ones because there's ones that I clearly enjoy, like Jack Kirby. Oh, but mm-hmm. like when he did. Um, Oh, um, his painting series. Well, yeah, those are okay. Yeah. Those are those are cool, but like, um, just his line work to me, those are art, right? So, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there was like a piece that everybody talked about where it was like Captain America in an airport, and according to people saw him do it, he literally went from one corner to another and just drew everything. Like he was just revealing what was there. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? That was in the, the Jack hell? Kirby documentary. Yeah, I right. That. And I was like, and I saw that picture, and I was like, get the hell out of here! <laughs> oh <Nah>, fuck! <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so that blew my mind. That that's to me is like up there. But um, um, uh, what about that piece, uh, Death of the Firstborns? Oh um, no, uh, uh, uh Death of Innocence. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's. I I don't think I would put that in my top five. But it's, pre- um, it's pretty heavy though. <laughs> yeah, but but what I. 
kind of I, what I like a lot is um uh man Van Gogh does his like self portrait. Oh yeah, the self portrait yeah. I really love. Yeah, it's because you can see so much of himself in there. Mm-hmm. Like you could see, it's I don't know. It's just like you get to know that person, and just his his brush strokes is so unparalleled to everyone else. Like just so unparalleled. Like just like that's his style. Yeah, that is him. And if you try to do the same thing, you're copying him, mm-hmm. and you're not doing your own. Th- you know what I mean? Like it's just a clearly you're copying him, right? And I just love that. I love that. Like your the style is like the strokes. That's pretty freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I love that. Um, is that five? I don't know. I think that's. Yeah. I forgot to count. I'm not going to lie. I was yeah. just listening to you. Yeah. Tom. Same. <laughs> I was like, go on. Yeah. I think. Um, a bonus one if you want. Yeah. A bonus one would be like Jim Lee's like Jim Lee's like X-Men number one cover. Fuck. Oh, the whole piece? Yeah, the whole okay. thing. Because you drew that as a whole, right? True. The so Magneto the piece is like the one that punches out, though. Yeah. Like, of all the four covers, I think Magneto by far is like the yeah. best one of those. But but you have to look at that as a whole because he drew that as a whole, yeah. right? That's a good point, yeah. So like to me, that's one long big piece. And I just think Jim Lee is such a master at line work. Yeah. He's just like, you know, everyone else kind of drew like him in the 90s right like even um his his friends that became image yeah they all kind of drew the same and also helped each other out ish right like hatching they're all learned from this it was kind of interesting when you look at like mark silvestri and like rob liefeld and everyone they all kind of had the same kind of feel and style i think the the only one who kind of was more defined was uh mcfarland yeah, McFarlane was very yeah. different out of yeah. all of them. Even Will Spartaccio and and um uh who's Savage Dragon? Uh Eric Larson. Eric Larson. Larson, yeah. They they kind of have the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah. the same and you're like, how did they all you know, you don't just agree to that. You just kind of do it, right? Like mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to see like this style, this wave of like genre kind of came together. And they all just happen to be like the founding members of, <laughs> of, of, of a, a, a third, you know, big publishing company. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I just love that. But like, I love that. Like to me, Jim Lee is like the best out of all of them. So seeing that number one X-Men to me was like, I remember that, that it was a huge child, you know, thing in my childhood. I mean, that, like, that yeah. book, you can look at it today and still be like, Wow. Yeah. Like it's still, it yeah. still is. I mean, when we look at the, the artist proof, yeah. artist edition one. We're just oh, like it's yeah. so huge. <laughs> You're just like this is this is in this is literally insane. It was bananas. <laughs> like how does a person do this? this what the fuck? <laughs> so to me, that's why it's like it's yeah. an art. Like I I need to clarify that. Like that's to me that would always be my top five alongside like paintings and stuff like that because yeah. it's the same thing. They study the poses. They study the compositions. They literally do all of the same stuff except this one was printed. About eight million times. Yes. <laughs> That's right. yeah. Toby, uh, regale uh, us with your uh, with your choices. I had to write mine down. So yes. I, you're smart. Mm, I'm not. So I am not good with painting names. Fair enough. I am the kind of person that's like, oh yeah, you know that one painting 
by Bacon or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so I had to write mine down for that reason. Uh, <laughs> and also, I was infuriated with Alvaro for that reason. Yes. <laughs> um, but the first one that came to mind that I didn't have to look up was the uh, Hokusai print, uh, The Great Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I like that one. Really? I, it is totally different to... Like, I looked at all the paintings that are in my top five list, and I was like... That makes sense. This No, this doesn't make sense. I, yeah. I don't know why it's there. No, but the the other four make sense. Yeah. That this, one is like, one. one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> one of these things has color. But, um, it's, but it's wild, though, because that piece is so... It has so much color and dynamic mm-hmm. to yeah. it for something that is a still image. Exactly. Like, this the, is the move, crazy. The movement yeah. of yeah. the wave. Yeah. And also I, very yeah. ominous because like the wave is so big and you see the, the boats there and you're like... Like, oh, oh bitch going to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these guys are fucked. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that is the only way that the Great Wave is like the other paintings on yeah. my list. Uh, I mean, I guess except for one. Mm. Um, but the next one, I, and these are in no particular order, by the way. Uh, the next one is The Witch's Sabbath by Sabbath. <laughs> the what's the Sabbath? <laughs> the Witch's Sabbath by Goya. There you um, go. Cool. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Because Goya just has this really um, almost parody-ish way of portraying witches that i like really right. respect um that he just kind of took like the idea of the witch being this like nasty thing and just was like oh so i'll crank this to 1000 uh you want a fucking person with a goat head sure why the fuck not Yo. uh and i really respect goya for that yeah man and it's just technique like as far as technique goes i also consider it to be one of his better paintings as well like i don't know it just has this sort of rich feel to it um that i i look for in paintings uh and number two is painting 1946 by francis bacon and that's the one where it's like there's like a rib cage and there's like body parts there um yeah Yeah. it's really mm, it's like it also has purple in it, which I enjoy the color of purple. Uh, but it just, it looks really, um, it looks like you've walked into a butcher shop, you Jesus. know? Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> Is it really appreciation? I, can you can you see a theme here I starting? Yeah. You know? Um, which is... Uh, body parts i don't know i wanted to say something um, about francis bacon but i was like this is like I'm, I'm starting to name like like too too much morbid stuff so i started reverting it away oops <laughs> i don't know bad. but if it if it sticks like i don't know because right? i was gonna say like hr geiger bekshinsky right and yeah and ralph sedman and then francis bacon you know i was like i wanted yeah. to like go all the yeah. classics but i was like no, and the just... ones that you were like oh yeah are were those ones like, yeah yeah um, yeah so if you ever want to know more about me as a person there you go Ta-da. uh another one on this list that isn't morbid but still has that sort of richer almost realistic kind of color palette is yeah. um jc leyendecker um, oh hell yeah. yeah hell yes so he is kind of like a uh what's his name oh like a normal rockwell thank you mm. like before i i think he's yeah before, he's before yeah he's before normal rockwell yeah and i i yeah. actually prefer his work because uh, the one I'm particular I'm thinking about, I believe, was done for a ad for shirts. I could be wrong. Really? Um, yeah, it was and an it's ad these guy. two men talking. 
and they're hmm. and it's it's unfinished by the looks of it um but i think it's just called two men uh yeah and you can see the paint strokes mm-hmm. like he actually oh. showed his paint strokes and so it almost has this like Vincent Van Gogh quality, yeah. despite being incredibly accurate to what you're seeing. Like it's very realistic, but you yeah. see the paint strokes, and I really love that. Hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting because like you can kind of like fill in the timeline of history by looking at like different artists. Yeah. And so on that one, it's like if you look at if you look at like line uh, line decker, and there's another guy. That is about the same kind of time before Norman Rockwell. Yeah. He did like a lot of like suits too. And like he did a lot Mm -hmm. of ads too and shit like that. Yeah. But it's like very funny how like kind of the turn of the century kind of stuff was going. But like what is America kind of thing. And that's why Norman Rockwell was like the pinnacle of that. Yeah. But but Mm -hmm. Leindecker did like so much of it. He already laid the groundwork. Yeah. For American, North American or even like British, you know kind of like fashion and like uh you know what is that time yeah like the the, capturing that time time period exactly and he was gay as fuck yes great yes i wanted you to say it yeah thank you yes and it's like all like if you look at the pictures you're like come on yeah like it's (laughs) we all know there's 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 one he has of like two dudes chilling and one's in his bathing suit and you're like yeah but it's like, you know, the old tiny bathing suit. Yeah. It's like a one piece. But you're still like, yeah, yeah. You're like, And then you see him and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what are they doing? What's he doing there? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're just friends, right? They're just friends. They're just friends. Two um, dudes chilling in the hot tub. Exactly. <laughs> Two bros chilling in the hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. <laughs> but in this case, they're... Uh, they're, they're just it's no questionable. Distance. There's no distance. They're yeah, like, there's no distance. They're friends. They're um, friends. Now, my final one is a little, Mm. might be lesser known to the audience. I'm not quite sure. It depends on how familiar they are with artists that Guillermo del Toro works with. Mm. Um, And his name is Keith Thompson. Oh. And he has one piece called Capricorn. And it is like, you can definitely, you can definitely see why he works, why he's worked with Guillermo del Toro in the past. Yeah. Um. It's it's very like it, his art looks like a Guillermo del Toro movie. Oh, that's awesome! Um, it's it has that kind of haunting fantasy quality to it, um, with a little bit of like gothic influence kind of thrown in there. And Capricorn in particular is like his interpretation of the kind of Capricorn um, symbol, which is like you know the goat head and like mm. the titties. Greatest of all and, time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, greatest of all time head. Um, <laughs> titties and a fishtail you know uh Mm. which are all things i love question mark uh (laughs) but yeah i just really like more than anything that's definitely the art that i like he's i I guess he's just the perfect example of everything that i gravitate towards visually yeah um and yeah, looking at my like my list, all of them have a very similar color palette, oh. with the exception of maybe Bacon having like the like the purple in the background of painting nineteen forty six, and then yeah, Hokusai is very wildly different as far as the color palette goes. You know, uh, you know what, guys, I would like to get your pieces so that I can, I'll, and I'll I'll go out of my way to do this uh, post to make the blog post just our five pieces. Sure, yeah, yeah, the images. Yeah, fucking a. You know what I mean, like. 
because I'm curious, like, yeah, does this, it kind of says a lot about us, right? Yeah, it'll be you interesting know? to see all of our paintings, like, yeah. lined oh, up or something. Yeah, our I need choices. to overlap one, because the one that I, re- uh, one of the things that I really like was um, uh, Alphonse Mucha's mm. Slav Epic. Oh, wow. shit. Because this guy did, like, Art Nouveau stuff, and then mm-hmm. and then one of his, like, he thought, like, to make it, like, an epic thing, he or, or something, like, like his legacy piece, basically. It was yeah. like his like, you know, magnum opus. And it, it, he made a series yeah. about the history of the Slav, uh, the, the Slavic, I guess, history. It's not the empire, but it's like the creation of their, it's called the Slavic, uh, Slav yeah. epic. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. And it looks, it, it, they're massive. They're two stories high. They're gigantic. And yeah, I just I forgot about that one. That was the one yeah. that was like really thinking about. Sorry, but but no, Go ahead. You, you know what though? I do want to say that I think I really fucking love that we're able to have this because I don't think we've had yeah. this moment yet on the podcast where we just like gush about art that, art we, that love. we love yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's what i mean true. um yeah. and like we could go into depth on, on any of these artists because yeah. there's so much to deconstruct on all their pieces yeah i would on love their work to. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean um and dude we have like sky's the limit in terms we always yeah. joke about yeah. this being the last episode but like this I, could I, have been a whole episode to be honest with yeah. you yeah but mm-hmm. also, we need to get to yours before we end. Before we, we do. Finish. Mine's a very short one. Is um, it? Good. We have 10 minutes, so that's good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> what? So, um, oh, I'm sorry, Toby. I do have a sixth piece that I, I was going to list, um, and that is Lucy in the, sky, uh, sorry, Lucy in the Field with Flowers, uh, Artist Unknown, uh, Discovered in the Trash in Boston. <laughs> what? Um, and it is a part of the... Museum of Bad Art. Oh, and this is founded your, in 1994. Is your... Ooh, and you wild. see now why I had to go after Alvaro. I oh, I see. I, I see what this. you did there. I did a segue. You, you're a clever. You're a clever boy. <laughs> what can I say? The Raptors be jealous. I'm so clever. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I initially was going to do uh, AI generated images, and then I realized. Fuck, that's a lot of information. Yeah. So no, I'm not going to do that. I think we should make a whole episode about it. I completely agree. Because yeah. <laughs> I have plenty of things to say about that. Yeah, I, so, I need to learn about that. So Exactly. Yeah. So instead, I found the Museum of Bad Art, just accidentally, <laughs> because the curators have uploaded videos onto oh. YouTube of them mm-hmm. talking about their collection. And they are so stone-faced about this. Wow. Like, they are... They take it pretty seriously, but also at the same time, they have a good sense of humor, Mm. but in a sort of unblinking kind of way (laughs) where, you know, like they'll make a joke, but not at all be like, yeah, that was a joke. Mm. It's just, I appreciate it. So (laughs) now one thing you had mentioned to us is that these all have to be genuinely submitted. Yes. They have to be submitted in a sincere and genuine way. Um, They cannot be purposely made to be bad. The person who made the painting had to have gone in there with the intention of making a piece of art. And that is their like main criteria. So no tourist art, no paint by numbers, no kitschy bullshit, none of that shit, right? Like it has to be from the heart. (laughs) So I list Lucy in the Field of Flowers because that was their first painting that they ever acquired. And the entire reason why the museum exists. Oh, wow. So they have three locations in Boston, as well as an online collection that you can view for free. You can visit the gallery for free as well. What? Um, And 
as like a quick little backstory, this whole thing started when a this antique dealer uh, was driving down the street and he saw this beautiful antique frame and this fucking shitty ass ugly painting inside the frame. And he was like, oh, I'll just that's the one with her titties flowing in the wind. <laughs> That's we'll link it for you guys. Don't worry. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he found this painting, uh, Lucy in the Field with Flowers, and which is what they've named it because they don't know who the artist is. Yeah. And well, in, uh, when in doubt, you just name what you see. Yeah. Exactly. So he brings it to his friend's place, and he's like, "Yo, look at this frame!" But I'm gonna throw this painting out. Part of me, oh. I just burped uh, mid sentence. Woo, class. Nice. Um. So. The, I guess that I think the gentleman in the coupling was like, fuck nah, bitch. That shit's so ugly. It's good. Gimme. <laughs> and they, they took it. Uh-huh. And then friends started giving them more bad paintings. Oh. You know what's so, really weird, though? I'm looking at some of these. And I'm like, they're actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, a lot of them, it's yeah. like the technique just isn't there yet. Right. You know, the yeah. person trying to conquer what they're trying to do just doesn't have the skill quite to, yeah. you know? But I, I guess I'm coming from this as somebody who who doesn't paint and would kind of like, like to learn. Yeah. You know, I see it as a completed piece and I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Some of the, the features look off. Some of the like, yeah. the faces are weird on like, there was this one of two dogs you know, the two the, dancing dogs? Yeah. That's my favorite painting in their collection. <laughs> two dancing blue poodles. Yeah. It's, you know, it's beautiful. And it, the one yeah. and the dude poodle has a dick. I love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. But do. like there's something there's a charm to it though, you know? There is. Yeah. There is. and that's the thing, is that's what this was made of. This was yeah. made of admittedly, people kind of like Alvaro and I who like bad stuff, mm. but this sort of genuineness of these paintings need a need a home they need yeah. a place to be and they don't make a heck of a lot of profit from it by the sounds of it like they're just doing it for the love of putting it out there yeah. and enjoying it with others yeah well, like and I, I think also having that everybody should have a space for their art yeah right yeah no matter what right exactly and it's not always the artist that like submits it mm-hmm. like a few of them are submitted by the artist themselves that's like right. yo guys this I fucked this one up like 10 years ago and it's just been collecting mold in my basement. <laughs> Take it. Because I mean, I think, Sketch, you mentioned before that you'd like to see a world where everybody's drawing. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I, I commend anybody who is is creating art. Mm. Just there's, you have to respect the person that made the attempt to mm-hmm. do it, right? Uh, as long as you're not like cocky or, you know, delusional about what you're doing. Exactly. Just, just make stuff because you're happy, not because you're trying to be famous or something like that. And then you won't get ridiculed because, you know, yeah. later on, people realize this is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, then you end up in the Museum of Bad Art. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, man, like the attempt to it is impressive It's in itself. So. Exactly. I love that. I love that there's like a place for it. Exactly. That's pretty awesome. So uh, we are, we're shipping out to Boston, right? We're shipping out to Boston. Ah! Ship, it, ship it out of here. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I love that song. Um, but yeah, so I just basically wanted to talk about it because I thought that A, our viewers might find, our viewers, listeners, <laughs> uh, you guys can't see us. Soon enough. We're you, auditory. Um, we're coming to YouTube on them. Eventually. To a, uh, to a computer screen near you. Uh, but point being, like, I thought that other people, like, I found it delightful. Mm. And 
I really, I really have to stress that if our listeners, once they're done this, go over to uh, MOBA, M-O-B-A, Curators on YouTube and listen to the introductory video because it's Mm. done by one of their head curators and he is from Boston. You can tell. Uh, He is just a delight. And the way he talks about the gallery just is wonderful. He talks about the history of it. He shows you some of the pieces in the collection. He talks about the fact that if you just email them and go, yo, I want to come see the collection, they will send you free tickets to go see the collection. Um, Um, What are we waiting for? Yeah, and they're in the basement of a theater. So if you buy a ticket to the theater, you get free access to the gallery. We're waiting for it to be less pandemic-y. Exactly. That's certainly true. Um, But yeah, and they've gone to like different areas of the world. Um, for exhibits oh really to show off the art they went to like thailand at one point i think it was Mm. and someone showed up dressed as one of the paintings (laughs) wow like it's it's just a beautiful did they show up as lucy wild no uh, No? as a little girl painting that's really weird um that's like leaning on nothing long story short (laughs) it's a weird painting um but everyone like the community just has this really good feeling of like they're not shooting down you know, mm. like the, the meanest thing they say is that it's in the Museum of Bad Art. But like outside of that, like they're like, no, these people were trying. And like, granted, it's not great, but it's here. You know what? And they it tried, has a home. You know what they tried to do? Whoever this person was mm-hmm. tried to have uh, Lucy be walking. Yep. But but the legs this is deceiving. It makes it look like they're falling. Yeah. Because it has to be both. <laughs> One has to be going the other way. I think that's the unfortunate thing about yeah. it. Otherwise, it would have been it's fine. A, yeah, right? Yeah. Like and it, the boobies, which yeah, yeah. I didn't notice initially. Yeah, yeah, uh, The too. curator pointed that out because the curator gives a full breakdown of yeah. the painting. This looks great. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it is. It's amazing. really good. Like, in ter- some of the, like, those things aside. Yeah. It's still a really well put piece. Yeah, well, I think it's you know. better than a banana on a duct tape wall. <laughs> Lol. Uh, and he does actually yeah. take a few shots at the fine art community as well. Nice. Oh, within, nice. but at the same time, straight faced, yeah. and it's beautiful. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to check them out, I highly suggest it. It's just feels good. We'll put, they feel good. We'll, we'll put links, feels good. Man. Links in the show Feels good. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poggers and whatnot. We, uh, <laughs> we did a lot of art talk today, which is good. Wow. And yeah, our we arted the shit out of this art? episode. Yes. It's crazy. Like, it started <laughs> off rocky, admittedly, and that was my you? fault. We started yeah. off slippery. Yes. Huh? You get what I did there? <laughs> you know I did. Toby's face. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. This, this boy. But, but we, the you know, eyes are watering. It's we so tried bad. to slide through it. I'm done. Tried to slide all the way through. Uh, but, uh, uh, we got it in. We got it in. We got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got there. We hustled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys wanted to talk about more art stuff, go to our Discord chat. If you don't know where that is, go to our we.re your friends Instagram, and um, yeah, update us. We can update you there. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are soon. I'm. I'm really sorry. I'm still building. I'm rebuilding the 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 website, website? No. the no, where your friends and then it's we're gonna start pushing through the the zine stuff. Yeah, um, yes. Plenty of things I want to update everybody on that, but um, I will update everybody on the Discord chat if you want to know more about the zine project. 
Yeah, talk um, with us. Yeah. Um, you have any, uh, I don't know, you have, actually, a, you actually, have a dick? Just I, send it on <laughs> uh, sendyourdicks.ca uh, at whereyourfriends.ca. Or complaints. Or Sorry, questions. I was yawning. I couldn't. <laughs> questions, <laughs> complaints, yeah. or dicks. Are you going to say um, something? I was going to say, I would love to, for episode discussion, I would love to see five pieces that define you, listener. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Share that on the yeah. episode discussion. Yeah, what are your favorites? I would love favorites? to know. I would love yes. to know that. that That'd be nice. awesome. And the, I will I will definitely share ours as a, on a visual Pardon kind me. of post. Yeah. That way you can kind of see if these uh, pieces kind of reflect us. Yes. You know, on some kind of level. Yes. If you're also like a writer, please join our Discord chat. I'd love to... I'd love for you guys to join the zine yes. project. That'd be really cool. I need some more writers in there. I think having some re- written content would be great yes. for, the, yeah. you know, for the zine. Yes. So, for yeah. Um, yeah, we hope you like this episode. Yeah. That was it's, really fun. It's, it's, it got dark. Well, we it started, was getting late. Yeah, so. we started yeah. with beautiful clouds. Yeah, and, and now, now the outside is like... Romantic darkness. Uh, oh. Pretty uh, romantic. Darkness is pretty romantic. I don't want to be romantic with you two. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you think I turned on the lights? Oh, turn them off. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Welcome to We're Your Friends podcast. After hours? We're, we're your friends <laughs> with benefits. Oh. Oh, my God. I benefit God. nothing from this. Oh, my God. Same. Same. <laughs> that would be a terrible episode. It is 7 o'clock uh, p.m. on the dot. And Bam. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined anyway, that. I, I hope you enjoyed. It. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please check us out next yeah. time. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to be talking about the AI shit. Yes. Maybe. All the AI shit. Shit. I really want to talk about it. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Yeah. I tell, did all t- this research. Tell us everybody. Tell us everybody if you want to hear more about the AI creation of yeah. art and shit. Um, Only right answers, which are yes. Yes, which are yes. <laughs> uh, have yourself a wonderful week. Uh, enjoy art. Stay safe and love each other. Spread the love. That's right. Spread, spread the love because I think spread right the now love. there's a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of anxiety in this yeah. guy. Shout out to all the people that are um, uh, the Ukrainians fighting and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember, guys, in the Ukraine, you're never alone because we're your, your friends. friends. Thank you for listening to the We're Your Friends podcast. Hosted by Tobias Medeiros, Alvaro Cruz, and Matt Sketch. Edited by Toby Medeiros. Produced by Matt Sketch. Reference and additional material can be found in the show notes.